Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 234. Froze the lashes of his eyes, froze the warm place under his balls, which were retreating into his pelvic cavity. Keep walking, he told himself. Keep walking, I can stop and drink a pail of air when I get home. A beetle song started in his head, and he adjusted his pace to match it. It was only when he got to the chorus that he realized he was humming help. He was almost at the bridge now, then he had to walk across it, and he would still be another ten minutes from the stores on the west of the lake, maybe a little more. A dark car passed him, stopped, then reversed in a foggy cloud of exhaust smoke, and came to a halt beside him. A window slid down, and the haze and steam from the car mixed with the exhaust to form a dragon's breath that surrounded the car. Everything okay here? said a cop inside. Shadow's first automatic instinct was to say, Yep, everything's just fine, and Jim Dandy, thank you, officer, nothing's happening here, move on, nothing to see. But it was too late for that, and he started to say, I think I'm freezing. I was walking into Lakeside to buy food and clothes, but I underestimated the length of the walk. He was that far through the sentence in his head when he realized that all that had come out was freezing and a chattering noise, and he said, Sorry, cold, sorry. The cop pulled open the back door of the car and said, You get in there this moment and warm yourself up, okay? Shadow climbed in gratefully, and he sat in the back and rubbed his hands together, trying not to worry about frostbitten toes. The cop got back in the driver's seat. Shadow stared at him through the metal grill. Shadow tried not to think about the last time he had been in the back of a police car, or to notice that there were no door handles in the back, and to concentrate instead on rubbing life back into his hands. His face hurt and his red fingers hurt, and now in the warmth his toes were starting to hurt once more. That was, Shadow figured, a good sign. The cop put the car in drive and moved off. You know, that was, he said, not turning to look at Shadow, just talking a little louder. If you'll pardon my saying so, a real stupid thing to do. You didn't hear any of the weather advisories? It's minus 30 out there. God alone knows. And that's our page. Here's another Beatles reference. The last one I recognized was Fool on the Hill when Shadow was in the bathroom cleaning up after his fight with Mad Sweeney. The appropriateness of this particular reference makes me wonder what I missed in my discussion of Fool on the Hill, but I digress. Help was both a song and an album, and, well, a film, I guess, as well. The album was released on August 6th, 1965, and was also the soundtrack to the film itself. The album contained Ticket to Ride and Yesterday, as well as the title track. It's particularly humorous that Shadow is sort of singing the song in his head without fully noticing what it is, because in a 1980 interview with Playboy, John Lennon stated, The whole Beatles thing was just beyond comprehension. I was subconsciously crying out for help. The way the cop is revealed is also one of those spectacular moments. It's only described as a dark car reversing through a cloud of exhaust, and we're only told it's a cop car at the end of the paragraph when he speaks from within. And I think it's written this way to make one incredibly nervous. At least I know that's what happened to me the first time I read it. It's also seemingly a bit more science fiction-y or fantastical here because it's, it's just kind of... A car enveloped in steam and exhaust and smoke and whatever else. It's 
It's just a really vivid description, which we don't get a whole lot of all the time. Shadow, the consummate ex-con here, is left with very little reason to trust cops and is coming up with a friendly but firm response that he's doing fine before he realizes that he can't actually form full sentences and can hardly form a single word because he's so cold. I wonder if it's a bit of a power play that the cop chooses to open the back door of the police car to let Shadow in instead of the door to the front seat. I think it reflects maybe a lack of trust in Shadow. He would know just about everybody in town anyway, so he maybe needs some sort of time to get to know the new person, but maybe not putting them in the back of the cop car. Shadow himself reflects on the last time he was in the back of a cop car, but is more concerned with not, you know, losing his fingers and toes to frostbite, which is a reasonable response in this case, I think. The cop being a cop, though, has to dress Shadow down a bit here, too. Of course, Shadow has been in town less than a day, has no TV, no radio, and has no way of hearing any of the advisories of the weather being to 30 degrees negative. Maybe I'm getting to my own prejudices here. Still, it seems like a bit of a dick thing to do. Dick. And Shadow's guess on the previous page was apparently pretty close. It wasn't quite the negative 40 that he was considering, but, you know, wind chill. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for the use of his version of St. James Infirmary Blues as the show's theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.